Make sure to comment, like, and subscribe to enter to win our 55K milestone giveaway of this Tyler Kirkham Omni-Man Whatnot Invincible Number 1 exclusive. Enjoy your trending comics list. Another week, another list of comic books spiking in the marketplace. Russ, we've been chatting all week about this video because of how hot the market has become. I am so excited because there are some things that were surprises and some things we've been talking about for a long time. You got to stay tuned to the very end because there's so much incredible information in this video. The comic marketplace moves fast. Let's give the community some resources they can use so they can get ahead of the curve at the list at number 10. Something is killing the children issue number 21, the ash can. $100 average sales on this book, which is brand new this week, but only sent to shops that opted in for promotional items because... Is coming back. Since the hiatus that began late last year, there are 20 issues of this run so far. Every single person needs to read it. It's superb. You get introduced to Erica Slaughter, one of the best female protagonists, a badass. You find out who the invisible monsters are and where they come from. You find out about her octopus and why it speaks. You get introduced to the hierarchy of monster hunters in the House of Slaughter and so much more. So while this Ashcan shows all of 21, you are going to want to be caught up on the whole world building and past backstory because 21 is going to be a great kicking off point for all of you new readers. Erica's going to be going up against a new monster. I'm excited to see where this option title takes us. And I'm also seeing it in the community on Facebook forums that some members believe this Ashcan to be one of the lowest printed something is killing the children comic books that exist. And we know that that is not true. Not counting store exclusives that can be as low as 500, Ross Ritchie, the head of Boom Studios himself, came out and said multiple times, we know by available print counts that there's only 560 possible copies of the number six Jenny Frizen variant out there, with actual numbers being much lower than that. So our first tip in today's video is to follow Ross Ritchie and Boom Studios on Instagram. This type of information doesn't traditionally come from the publishers. Seeing how transparent they are is great in my book and it helps the collectors. Number nine on the list, 90s kids rejoice. We have a Valiant book on the list. Pre-Unity nonetheless. Oh my gosh, Harbinger number one. This is a great book and being a kid at that time, it was a tough book to find. Only 48,000 copies made and right now, $90 average sales for a raw copy and $1,300 for a CGC 9.8. And that 9.8 was for a complete copy. The first six issues of the run had an insert on the inside. You could have torn that off, sent that to Valiant, all six that is, with a little bit of postage that you had to pay, to receive an issue zero. A scarce printing of a pink comic book that tells the tale of what happened leading up to issue number one, which was also reprinted and put in the graphic novel. Now, how important is it to have a complete one with the coupon? Well, $229 for a CGC 9.8 with one missing the coupon. That is over a $1,000 difference in price. Now, don't worry too much about it because apparently there were between 3,000 and 3,500 people sent in the coupon for it, but there's an 825% increase in copies sold this week because we have news from Deadline that Wes Ball is going to be directing a Harbinger movie for Paramount. A Harbinger? 
Avenger movie. We haven't heard news like this since 2019's acquisition by Sony. Looks like they are pushing forward because they want another superhero tale that's different on the screen. And I think this is a perfect one because it's like X-Men, but more rooted in reality, less fantastical than the DC universe or the 616 over at Marvel, and certainly more believable than like the independent runs that were happening over at Image at the time. Now, this is the first team appearance of the Renegades, the kids who form the great superhero team and the Harbinger Resistance Group, who are actually the villains in this story. Now, 48,000 copies sounds like a lot, comic fan, but with as many as 3,000 of them having the coupons cut out, it means that it's closer to 45 copies. Finding high grades of this run is going to be difficult. It's why they've been selling for a premium for quite some time. And just a short, what, year and a half later, we would see Turok hit the stand and break 1.7 million copies sold. That print count for Harbinger sounds better and better by the day. So while I fondly remember Jim Shooter's original run and enjoyed the original Harbinger team, you need to check out the 2012 run. It's a little bit more mature and a better use of the characters. Number eight on the list, we have High Republic issue number seven. $12 average sales and a CGC 9.8 hitting $80, an increase of 650% this week. I suspect because one of our favorite Canadian YouTubers is back hitting the mic, adding some crazy good spec value to the community. Jim Comics is the second tip in today's video. Hit the link in the description and follow this YouTuber. Now, Jim Comics is known for reading a lot of comic books and being able to constellation piece these <laughs> things together. This is the first appearance of Darth Crawl, who is one of the Lost 20, the Jedi that actually ended up turning to the dark side. Similar to Darth Vader, and Jim walks us through the spec because it makes sense. This character is introduced very briefly via vision, but he's in multiple pages in this comic book. Seeing a $12 average sale on a book that's spiking this hard means that this book was selling for cover price and may still be out there. So this book was released back in July 2021, and the first arc of Star Wars High Republic is about to end. They're already talking about how in October, the second phase is going to start, and we're going to be going back 150 further years into the past with potentially some characters that are being introduced now. Jim pointed out some plot points that haven't come full circle yet. In issue number 10, you have the Great Leveler, a weapon that is believed to have been created by the Sith because what it does is separate the Jedi's connection from the Force and then turns them into stone. And what they see as they're turning, well, you actually get a glimpse of it in issue 12 and 14. And with 15 marking the end of the first arc, it's likely that we're going to see where this weapon was created and by whom and probably the Sith Lord that was only introduced in one issue. Keep in mind that issue seven has a Mike Mayhew store variant that's still available on his website. May not be by the time that this video posts, but it features Darth Crawl on the cover for the first time. Number seven on the list, New Avengers Illuminati number one. We are seeing $15 average sales and $100 sales for a CGC 9.8 for this book released back in May of 2006. We have the first solo story featuring the Illuminati, the team up of multiple superhero factions coming together to combat big threats and preemptive threats. They're trying to get on the same page. Who knows what so we can try to prevent some stuff from going down. And after the recent Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness trailer, this book and a handful of others are blowing up like I've never seen. 
So this team combines Iron Man, Black Bolt, Black Panther, Namor, Doctor Strange, and Professor X. And with the reveal of the latest Multiverse of Madness trailer, 869% increase this week. Seemingly, we have Ultron bots in this trailer, a council of individuals, chairs that meet the right number of individuals to make up what could be the Illuminati and a familiar voice, possibly from the Fox franchises. Is that Sir Patrick Stewart that we hear in this trailer. Number six on the list, Swordmaster number one, we have a new Iron Fist, folks. So many solicitations, so many marketing ads by Marvel. Clearly, this has gotten out, so spoiler warnings, but this book is new this week that spiked the one on our list. We have Swordmaster number one, the origin of the Swordmaster, hitting $15 average sales, $200 high sales for CGC 9.8 after the release of Iron Fist number one this week, introducing the world to the next Iron Fist. 142% increase in copies sold this week on the reveal that Swordmaster will be the new Iron Fist. We've been talking about this for months now, and we even saw that really great homage of kind of a Swordmaster no more with a broken sword and a trash can and like, you know, a uniform. Oh man, I love that. That variant cover by Gunji was inspired by Amazing Spider-Man 50, which is the first appearance of Kingpin, but that's when Spider-Man leaves the suit behind briefly. That book's going for $85 average sales right now. And we have Swordmaster getting the chi and His hands glow green instead of the traditional yellow, and they are wrapped like Iron Fist, but for a different reason. Now, in Death of Doctor Strange, Swordmaster's sword actually shattered, and he has embedded pieces of this green sword that are now glowing to give him that amazing Iron Fist look. Literal sword shards that are embedded into his monos, comic fam. He has to wrap them up because of the excruciating pain that he's in. Keep an eye out for War of the Realms issue number two, which marks the first full appearance of the character. Comic fam, your third tip is get the Key Collector app. Mm -hmm. The Mm -hmm. absolutely Mm -hmm. best comic app out there for all of your knowledge and all of your needs. Use code TOM101 for two free weeks of the app that I use every day. Catalog your comic books, get suggested pricing, stay up on the market with key alerts that notify you when breaking news happens so you can stay up on the marketplace. Also, take a look at the Trending 20, the larger list that we source these books that make our video off of. There are other books that you got to see where they landed. They may be in your back issue bin. At the list at number five, Secret Avengers number 19, Moon Knight spec going wild. $35 average sales and $300 for a CGC 9.8 for the debut of the new Moon Knight suit. This suit had no cape. It was a business suit and a simple white mask. Debuting in 2012, written by Warren Ellis, illustrated by John Cassidy. This comic book debuts the suit, but wouldn't get the persona follow-up of Mr. Knight till sometime later. Mr. Knight is one of Moon Knight's different alter egos that's more friendly easier to talk to less of a vigilante more personable so we talked about moon knight number one the warren ellis run with mr knight in it but not a lot of people knew that two years prior was when the costume appeared 1900 increase in copies sold and yeah secret avengers is one of those runs that nobody was specking on until this week are we gonna see oscar isaac in his business suit are we gonna see him in his birthday suit <laughs> we don't know any of these things yet but circling the internet are images of oscar isaac as moon knight in his business suit for sure 
Number four on the list, Avengers number 246. This is the first appearance of Maria Rambo, Monica's mother. A great story written by Roger Stern and drawn by Al Milgram from 1984. $8 average sales, a high sale for a CBCS copy sold this month for $115. The Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness moving a lot of books this past week, and there is a quick character shot that we see that seemingly looks like someone in an Iron Man type of armor or possibly a Photon Captain Marvel type of armor. This has many to believe with an increase of copies sold of 1,867% that we may be seeing Nova, that we may be seeing Superior Iron Man, or maybe it's just Maria Ramba. Could it be maskless Tom Cruise as Iron Man? I've been waiting for that for years, guys. It could be Tom Cruise. We know that he didn't want to portray Iron Man in the movies because he didn't want to wear a helmet. He wanted everyone to see his face. Maria Rambeau, as a superhero, actually showcases very similar power traits that we see in the trailer, which makes sense why this dollar bin book is spiking. However, there is so much to spec on. Tread lightly on all. All of it. Number three on the list, Wonder Twins number one. Their first solo series from DC in 2019 is going for $8 average sales and an incredible increase of 2,167% this week. It was announced this week that Adam Stickle, the writer of the upcoming Black Adam movie, is going to be writing and directing a Wonder Twins movie, which is nuts. We have an increase of 2,167% for this superhero team that debuted in the Super. Super Friends cartoon and then adapted to comic books, specifically their first appearance in Super Friends issue number seven in 1977. However, that run is not in DC continuity. And I did not know this off the top of my head. Their first appearance in DC continuity is actually Extreme Justice number nine. Shout out to Topher, who always does the deep digs on a lot of these first appearances. That's right, Russ. We have our fourth recommendation this video. Hot damn, comic fam. Follow Comic Book True First over on Instagram. Topher does the deep cuts. He finds those preview, those marketing, and those early appearances so that the community can stay up on those cameos and those real first appearances. Now, the Wonder Twins Twins is a stretch for a superhero team anyway. I mean, the boy can turn into anything water-based and the girl can turn into any animal at all. And they find ways to solve crime and save the world by turning into these two seemingly not connected things. Yeah, you'll see them turn into a pond. And you'll see her turn into a gorilla randomly. But comic fam, I encourage you to check out the Smallville episode that actually showcases the Wonder Twins because it'll give you an idea of how cool this could be. We have two characters introduced in Smallville that want to be superheroes. So their narratives are more akin to a Booster Gold in that they are wanting to be super, but for the wrong reasons. And I think that type of mature aspect can lead to a really interesting and intriguing narrative. You know what? If they forget about their sidekick monkey named Gleek, I'm going to be really disappointed. Give me the monkey, guys. And at the list at number two, we have Tony Stark going full playboy, full antagonist in Superior Iron Man issue number one. The 2015 run that every single person needs to read because this is one of the best Iron Man tales. Iron Man goes full rogue after Red Skull gets defeated and his magic messes with the consciousness of multiple superheroes, Tony Stark included, and turns him evil. $35 average sales this week, 1900% increase. And I think it's interesting that you say that everyone should read this because I actually had a bunch of people who read the first few issues and quit because they didn't like the different persona of Tony Stark. But that's why this is so important. 
Now, we already chatted about this before. There is a superhero that is unnamed, that is unknown, that is featured in Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness in the recent trailer. It looks like someone in an iron type of suit. However, we don't know who that is. There's images around suggesting that there's a 4K version of the person blown up so you can really see more facial features but we don't know if that's even a legit photoshop or not members are banking that this could be superior iron man because he doesn't have the cowl in this suit tony stark wants his whole face to be seen by the way this suit is stellar it's white and kind of has a symbiote vibe to it because it's made out of like a liquid material. Now, there are a bunch of different variants for this. If you go to Key Collector, click on the variant tab, you can see how many there are, but understand this is really a lot of FOMO because we have a trailer, people see a thing, and they've started to run with it. I want to know the community's thoughts in the comment section below. Who do you think you see in this trailer? My vote is that it's probably a variant of sorts. Maybe it's Kang, maybe it's Iron Lad. Everything is fair game now after Loki. Comic fam, we are in active enrollment for the Mystery Mail Call for March. We have this stunning Silver Surfer Rebirth cover done by Raph Grissetti. Going one in every box, a trade dress or a virgin, you get one of either. That's right, going out at random. And let's just announce our second exclusive because it's one per box. We have Stray Dogs, Dog Days, issue number two. Tony Fleece, Trish Forstner teaming up Again, back-to-back with a Descent homage. One of the best female-led horror movies done impeccably well. Stray Dogs, Galactus, Silver Surfer, how can you go wrong? Support the show. Link in the description down below, comic fam. The number one trending comic book in the world this week. We have New Avengers number seven, the first appearance in 2005 of the Illuminati. Now, we have been talking about this book for years, and we are seeing high sales right now. $90 average sales for a raw and $650 for a CGC 9.8. Oh, and I found a newsstand that broke $1,600 at a 9.8 this past week. Hot damn. Comic fam, we told you about the Illuminati. We told you about the spec. Tread lightly on this one. I think that this is a perfect storm because of the hype behind Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness. The fact that we believe that we hear Professor X, Sir Patrick Stewart, reprising his role, introducing the mutants at large to the big screen. However, FOMO is real. And I think that right now is happening. I think this is when this book is going to be at its height. Now, we see ebbs and flows in the comic book industry. Whenever they do a leak, and then whenever they do a trailer, and whenever they do the release, we see it going up and down. And with Sir Patrick Stewart rumors going crazy, obviously Illuminati is going to make sense. This book was only $20 or $30 a few weeks ago. $90 for a raw seems a lot like a FOMO peak. I think this is going to be the height of the market, and you should actually wait before buying this. I appreciate you providing your opinion on this, Russ, and I definitely agree with you. Here's the thing. We have talked about this comic book so many times in the past, and routinely, whenever it comes up, I say on the mic, I just don't see Sir Patrick Stewart, Professor X, being part of this film. And clearly, I was wrong, and we may be wrong, too. We got to know your thoughts in the comment section below, comic fam. We appreciate your time today. And as always, geek responsibly. Enough said. 
Every single Wednesday, join myself, Russ, and so many of the coolest comic peeps in the industry for What Not Wednesday. Dollar start auctions that last as little as 60, 30, 20, and even 15 seconds long. We have two other videos for you to check out. Spec cautiously out there, comic fam, and have a great day.